everyone. Welcome back to another episode. My name is Kaheya. I'm the host of the Coffee and Jesus podcast. I have a mixture of like a chai tea latte with, you know, drip coffee and vanilla. So it's kind of like an early like fall-ish drink, but not really. So that's what I'm drinking today. Make sure you get yourself a drink and let's go ahead and begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time that we have today to get in your word. Pray that you would bless this time and that we would just hear a word from you. In your name we pray. Amen. So we are going to be going over Psalms chapter 11. Let's start with verse 1. In the Lord put I my trust. How say ye to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain? For lo, the wicked bend their bow. They make ready their arrow upon the string that they may privily shoot at the upright in the heart. I love verse 1 because it goes straight in and it just says it plainly that David said he puts his trust in the Lord. And shouldn't we do that? What does that really mean? Like placing your trust. So basically it's laying your life down and saying, because of what you did for me, I fully give you my everything, all my anxieties, my worries, um, depression, anything that holds you to this world, you're giving to the Lord and he will take care of it. So he'll give you that, that peace that you're looking for. And I know it's hard because for me personally, I struggle with the sense of peace. I have a hard time quote unquote feeling peace, but recently I've decided that it's not really a feeling and that it's just being in the presence of the Lord is peace. So if you're not actively striving to seek the Lord out, then he's not going to give you that quote-unquote peace. And also, even if you are crying out to him every day and reading your Bible every day, that doesn't mean you're going to get all your answers. But you should be prepared to hear from him when he wants to speak to you. So it's on his time. It's not on our time. So we should really... Just always be in that place of ready to hear from the Lord and putting our trust in Him. Verse 2 talks about how the wicked are always ready to fight and to just attack you with blaming words and shoot your heart. So they're going to go for your heart and the Lord is the only one who knows your heart. So... If somebody's coming at you from an accusatory place, that means that they are just not aware that they don't actually have a place to say that to you. The only person that should have that impact and that say in your life should be the Lord. If it's not coming directly from the Lord, it's not coming from a good place. It's coming from the devil or someone's flesh. So just be aware of when people speak to you, asking the Lord if that is what he wants to say to you or if that's just coming from an outside source, trying to attack you straight at your heart. So just be careful for that. Verse 3, if the fountains be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold, his eyelids try the children of men. So the righteous shouldn't fear of anything that isn't coming from the Lord because he's already defeated that. So there's no reason for us to have 
seeds of doubt and things like that because if we know that he is true, then all that he says is true. Also, the Lord is in his holy temple, so he's in the throne room. So when we pray to him, he hears our prayers because that's where he is. It goes directly to the throne room. And when you're praying or talking to the Lord, it's not like it's going into the abyss, into nothing, into space. It's actually going to where it's supposed to go to because we're directing it towards the Lord. If you're praying towards anything or just giving that reverence to something, not not the one, then it's not going to go to where it's intended to go to. So when you pray, make sure that you're being reverent and prefacing that, no, I'm praying towards the Lord. Verse 5, The Lord trieth the righteous, but the wicked and him that loveth violence his soul hateth. So the Lord is going to test the righteous. He's going to make sure that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, that we're not just, you know, la-di-da, messing around. The Lord hates violence. He is not for violence. So if you find yourself being impatient or quick to anger with someone, whether that be someone that you're really close with or someone that you're not so close with or a random stranger, make sure that you're coming from a place of love and that your first response isn't immediately defense mode because it's so easy to get caught up in that. And then you lose that compassion for that person because now you're just thinking about yourself and like, oh, how can I defend myself? I could have handled that situation better instead of, just going off of your emotions, you should really be assessing the fruits of the Spirit that are in play. Are you being loving? Are you being patient? Are you being kind? And if not, like you can ask for forgiveness, but then after that, move on. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. That's Romans 8 verse 1. Besides that, just focus on, okay, how can I be more loving? How can I be more patient with this person? And how can I avoid violence? at all costs because the Lord is the Prince of Peace. He is not the Prince of Violence. So if we really want to be like the Lord, we should have that perspective going into any situation or conversation. Verse six, upon the wicked, he shall rain snares, fire and brimstone and an horrible tempest. This shall be the portion of their cup for the righteous Lord loveth righteousness. His countenance doth uphold the upright. The Lord is not afraid to judge those who are actively choosing wickedness and aren't choosing righteousness. And that doesn't mean that there's no grace because, of course, there's grace for all of mankind. But the Lord is not going to bless those who are choosing to live a life that is for themselves. If you choose to live for others, everything that you do will kind of mirror It'll be a reflection of what's in your heart. So if you are quick to anger, like we spoke about earlier, and all these things, those are not the fruits of the Spirit. So that is from the flesh. So you are in the flesh. And you really need to pray to the Lord to refill you of the Holy Spirit. But there's always grace. You know, the Lord knows your heart. He knows exactly what you're going through, where you're at in life. And... That doesn't give us a free pass to do whatever we want, but it does kind of put a lot 
of less pressure on you to be something when we are nothing. We are nothing without the Lord. We are created beings. We are not the creator. So just remind yourself that before you put yourself in a higher place and thinking that you're better than anyone else, remember that we are all on the same playing field. Also, the Lord loves the righteous. And when we say the word righteous, that doesn't mean somebody who is perfect or always doing the right thing, but those who are actively choosing to live a life unto the Lord and not what anyone else says. So if anyone says or does something that contradicts the word, then they're not in any place to speak to you or to even give you counsel because it's not godly counsel if it's not coming from the word. And even if someone quotes the scripture, that does not mean it's biblical because they could be using it out of context and they could be using it to support their wants and their needs rather than asking the Lord what that person needs instead of what I need, what I want. So that concludes our chapter, but just to kind of wrap up everything and summarize what we just talked about, the main point is that if you're not choosing to live for others, it doesn't matter how much acts of service or acts of kindness you do in public, if your heart isn't for that in private as well, it's not going to reflect. You can tell when somebody's actually trying for the Lord or when they are in their own strength, striving for things of the world. So remember to have a heavenly perspective. Keep your eyes focused on Jesus and all of those things will fade away. All the world's problems, all of your problems will fade away. So just keep your eyes on the Lord and there's no better place to be except in his presence and under his watch rather than the world and the pressures to be something that we really can't be because we don't have any power in ourselves. But only Jesus has the power to heal, save, even righteously judge and love those who are around us. So don't forget to love others with a whole heart and pray for the Lord if you're struggling to love certain people, that he will give you the strength to love those in need. So let's go ahead and close with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time. I pray that we would just learn to love on others more and more every day and get closer to you more and more every day and not focus on anyone else's outside opinions, but that you know our hearts, Lord, and that you love us for where we're at and who we are right now and who we will become through you, Lord. So we thank you, and in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you have a blessed week, and I'll see you in the next episode.